Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Now you can get McDonald's crispy chicken sandwich. McDonald's spicy crispy chicken sandwich. And or filet of fish. Any two for just six bucks. Sounds really good, doesn't it? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. A single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Hey, everybody. I was thinking about um, something today uh, that I, I was thinking when I started the name of it. It was... The, the black boogeyman but it's just the the boogeyman I guess it doesn't have to be black or any color for that matter but what I was thinking of was uh, statistically speaking in in relationships where kids are involved between men or women and the relationship dissolves or ends or breaks up in any kind of way usually it's not the guy that gets the kids for any number of reasons um, you know, and I was thinking about that and, you know, apart from the other boogeyman out there for, for black men, because I am a black man, so I, I'm talking from that perspective, uh, besides, you know, all the many other boogeymen out there, the, the one that, that I've always been acutely aware of is the one where should something break bad, once you have children, you stand a very good chance of not only losing a lot of money, but you also stand a chance of not having your kids. So for me, I think about that because I've been there every single day since before my kids were born. I see them every morning, and I love that. I absolutely positively love that. I see them every night before they go to bed. I absolutely positively love that. And this thought looming around that if it doesn't work out for whatever reason, you know, which happens in relationships, it'd be naive to think that, you know, that it couldn't happen. You don't want it to happen and you work to not have it happen, but it could. So you always think for me, I think about, you know, if it breaks bad, I could lose those moments I could lose the mornings I could lose the evenings and that would be messed up I say messed up because you know I don't say devastating or anything because it's kind of (laughs) like almost anything else like you you take you take a gut punch and if it doesn't kill you you got to get up you know so Messed up for me would be the knowledge that, yeah, it would hurt and it would be devastating and it would be traumatic for me. There would be a tomorrow. And I'd have to reassemble the pieces of, you know, whatever interactions I, I could have or would have and build a tomorrow. Not knowing what it looks like, but I'm... I'm familiar with building from ground zero from a lot of stuff. And I, I find myself being drawn into situations and positions and 
even social organizations where it is at its ground level where we build from the ground everything is you know ground up so that's not a foreign idea to me but in regard to this boogeyman is one I don't I don't want to become familiar with rather personally I don't want to personally become familiar with because I know countless stories of men who don't get a chance to see their kids for whatever reason um and you know it's not just that the guy won't make time for it for the children and it's not that the women are keeping the kids away it could just be a matter of you know resources he doesn't have the finances or whatever whatever the case may be and you could argue that oh you should move heaven and earth to to get to see your kids and that sounds great but if you can't do it are you then a pariah are you then a deadbeat if you're unable are you unable to meet even if you were together was there was there ever a time where you were unable to meet a need that you really needed are you a deadbeat in the relationship so I don't think you become you don't become one once you're out of the relationship and circumstances and situations happen. So for me, I think about that and it's a it's a sad thought. I don't live in that thought, but for me, it's naive to not even have it come across the bow of the ship, so to speak. So I think about that and I think, you know, what will that do to my kids? Because I grew up for me, I never lived with my dad. Like in the house, I've always known my dad, know, known where he's been and stuff, even when he didn't live in the state. So, and I know how that felt. And it was, it was a, it was a disconnect, but it was kind of a different type, type of disconnect. Cause like I said, I never, I never grew up with him. I never woke up in the morning and saw him there, you know, at the house with my mom and everything. We would go to his house and stuff, and that was different. But, for me, I don't know what that what that change would mean. So I think about that. I think about the impact on what will it do to my kids? What would it do to my kids? You know, how would I how would I rebuild myself, my relationship with them, and then them and their relationship with me? How would I do that? I don't know. So it's a scary thought to have to be, you know, to have to be to have to carry that weight of that knowledge, knowing that statistically speaking, I could fight and try as I might. There's a good chance I could lose my kids. And if I left the home, I would lose personally thousands of dollars, thousands upon thousands of dollars. Cause I wouldn't take, I wouldn't take everything. Cause you, you just be petty. Just I'm taking the, the, the TVs and the dishwasher. Like, come on, that's just stupid. Because if my kids are there, I still have to, you know, you still have to make right. And I always used to wonder when I would watch stories about like war and stuff, like how come a lot of times it was, you know, the requirement of the country that uh, invaded or what have you to to rebuild the country, to rebuild, you know, the infrastructure and some of the reason is because, you know, whatever reason you went in there to, to start the war with, there are still people there who, who are not combatants. There are still people there who need an infrastructure. And if you topple the government or if you destroy the regime, that was the only government they had. So they have to have some type of established government. And it's not a conversation about, you know, going in there and implementing regime change, which I know, 
is a a precursor for I mean a a catalyst for a lot of wars. But I mean, either way, you still have to support that infrastructure. So in the same way, you know, you still you still have to support in a relationship. If you know it breaks bad, you can't just pull out everything. You can't just disconnect, unless your boyfriend or girlfriend. I mean, once you have kids involved, you can't just disconnect. If it's just you two, you can do that, I guess, and go that route. But for me, I I'd have to start completely over. It'd be like I I pulled the plug and drained the bath water out, and now I'm in a dry tub, and I gotta find the money to buy a plug again and water and the whole nine. So I think about that. I think about that, and it doesn't bother me, but, I mean, well, it does bother me. I wouldn't be talking about it if it didn't bother me. It bothers me, but I don't, it's not my everyday thought. It's not my my ongoing, you know, mantra. It's something that crosses crosses my mind. So this boogeyman, I don't even like to, to think about. So, you know, because it's not, it's not, it's not productive. It's not beneficial. It's not, it's not good. But in the same vein, you got to think about it. So, I mean, and I know I'm not the only guy who has these thoughts cross his mind. So, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is on that. So, I mean, it just, yeah. Just a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of thoughts on that particular boogeyman, but that's what was on my mind, uh, because people have to deal with that, and I'm thankful to God that I don't have to deal with that. But should that day come, I pray that uh, I'm able to navigate it effectively for the benefit of my, my people and myself. All right. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. Over the last few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety.